anchor at high school. Here's the thing: you've never even heard right here, right now, other than the clips I played for you. I know I have actually heard it because, as I mentioned, part of the the reason I have an aversion (laughs) now (laughs) is because when I was a teacher, Mm -hmm. and sometimes my my teaching partner would play clips of High School Mm -hmm. Musical Three. So unfortunately, I. I've seen parts. I, I I just want you to walk one day into being forced to walk into All Star Sports, and no. in the background we hear "Keep Your Head in the Game" from High School Musical Three as you're walking I, through, and I you're can't. just going, "This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare." Yeah. <laughs> I, so. I, I guys, I might have to go on medication now because I'm traumatized. Lady. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay. Are you Bra- do you, now, do you and Brady have big plans for the uh, for the for the big day, big event? No, we act- well, it's a Monday, which is That's a work true. day. Right. So, I mean, we'll go out to dinner, and mm-hmm. we have symphony tickets for the Friday after Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, because so. usually Friday nights are your date nights. I mean, every Friday night, night is our date night, right? Every so, night you'll be at home, but usually Friday nights is date night. So, yeah, typically. Yeah. If you follow Jen online, listeners, then you know, you'll see the what she's. The, the restaurant she's going to or whatever cool pub and lounge she's she hitting or concert or whatever she and Brady are are, are great about that and so they have they have the weekly date and like he's better about posting than me of course that is uh <laughs> that is Jen and I am Dave welcome to the Main Street Electrical Podcast um, this is our Valentine's themed episode and we've got a lot to talk about uh, Jen how'd you Disney this week oh gosh um every you know what it's interesting because I haven't been to Disney recently so I feel like I sort of it's been like two weeks my... seriously. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. Thoughts and prayers. I don't know how you're surviving. I mean, I it's it's been rough. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, I did rep one of my favorite Disney sweatshirts over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's the one that has. It's just like it's gray and it's got the logo. I should be wearing it today, but I'm not. Right. It's like a sparkly hood. So I was totally repping this weekend because that's how I Disney basically very nice very nice well I gotta say that my Disney this week is I did a podcast with my friend Jen which of course I do every week but I think it's special because Facebook likes to remind us of our anniversaries uh-huh. it's my six year friend anniversary with Jen so apparently we've been oh friends for right at six years maybe a little over um, yeah. now of course sometimes Facebook is a little lacking because I think recently it showed me that I've been <laughs> yeah. friends with Stephanie my wife for like 11 years I'm like, well, I've been right. married for 17, so, so <laughs> I think that. Brady and I have been friends for like eight years, <laughs> right. but I mean, we've been married almost 16, so it's like, oh, But okay. because of travel agents, <laughs> we have a habit of asking to be, like, requ- friend requesting whoever we meet on these these AEPs and stuff, so I imagine that you and I met probably the day before, like, probably I would say, February I feel the, like, the 7th or 6th of, like, 2016. I feel and like so. we be- became friends, like, right after that. Right. Yeah, right, right so, after that trip. So yeah. I met Jen. Jen and I met on a bus 
uh, full of travel agents yes. at AEP, the agent education program that Disney will do sometimes. They'll basically send mm-hmm. out invitations to each travel agency and say, hey, send a couple of your people down here. We'll put them up in a deluxe hotel. Mm-hmm. We're going to teach them some Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Get them, they'll see some new things. And it's kind of an honor to go into AEP. Um, yeah. I've been on four or five, and I'm very, very thrilled to have been on those because I got to stay at resorts. I got to stay at the Grand Floridian at that time. Uh, Joey and I, I believe, stayed How there. lucky um, were you? Right? I'm just saying. Right? How no, no, lucky were, no, were you? No, you were the AEP. Where, where did we stay that time? Grand it was Floridian. Grand. Was it grand? Yeah, okay. that was, grand. Yeah, that was a grand. Right. It was mm-hmm. grand. Um, so we got to stay at Grand, which was which is really great. And I think Joey and I splurged for an extra day, so we stayed an extra day there, which was wow. nice. And, and yeah, I met Jen. She was on the bus, and uh, we ended up sitting next to each other <laughs> at a meal at, at Whispering Canyon. Whispering Canyon. And there mm-hmm. were like twenty of us all lined up on these long benches and everything. Yeah. Of course, our friend Joey. Uh, we kept telling the waiter it was his birthday, and it wasn't. And Joey had to do <laughs> the big hilarious. lap with the uh, with the little hobby horse and stuff, and everybody's like, "Happy birthday, Joey!" And Joey's like, "It's not my birthday." And finally, he just went with it. Uh, and that Jen was, and I was so like, funny. I was like, "Do you have a podcast?" She was like, "I do." Do you? I was like, "I do." And suddenly, we became friends. And you know, yeah. you, you you could have hired me two years ago, but oh my you waited, which is okay. Long story. Wait, there. two years ago, I did hire you. So we're talking four about? years ago. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. It all works together. <laughs> we're but, just making stuff but up. But anyway, so yeah, we've been friends for six years. So happy friend anniversary, Jen. Very happy friend anniversary. Very honor for you to have been my friend for six years. So uh, I, I mean, I, the honor is literally all mine. It really is. It really is. The, the, <laughs> the, the privilege is somewhat mine, but the honor is definitely yours. So you're definitely. Welcome. So you're welcome for being one of the probably 25 or 30 best agents in your ha- travel agency. I, well, I work hard. Thank you so much. I mean, that, that's, I have worked to be, to get that status, honestly. Yeah, you're welcome. So, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. so um, left patent on the back there. Uh, it is our Valentine's Day episode. Of course, Valentine's Day is Monday, a couple of days after this is released. And we're going to talk a little bit about Disney music coming up. But I have mm. to ask you, Jen, um, how did you and Brady meet? What is your love story? Just a synopsis real briefly. Like, how did oh, you guys come well, we very first met. I was in college mm-hmm. and I came home on the weekend to go to church. And, and where'd you go to college? I sing at my church. I went to Grove City College, which okay. is a private college here in Pennsylvania. Right. Um, humble brag was listed in top 10 private schools in the country when I went. And it there is a go. fantastic school. I love it. Right. And I came home for the weekend. I did have a car at that point up on campus and I drove home and I was like, who is this person? Cause I know everybody on the worship team and I don't know this person. And he was, uh, our new guitar player. Mm-hmm. And that is literally how we met just doing music. And you were like, Oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah. I, well, I did think that actually. And, <laughs> and she was like, he was like, oh, she's kind of cute. And there you go. Yeah. So, and the, yeah, then it went from there. Lots of things in between, but yes, then eventually we ended up married. So mm. gotcha. Well, Steph and I, how about you and Steph? Honestly, I, I don't know if I know. Well, all yeah. my life it was a series of doors in my face and suddenly I bumped into her. Uh, so no, we met at church. Uh, we met, we met at a church. She was, uh, she came in, this was October of 2000. And uh, we were in the college and career class, and she was visiting from another church. And okay. she came in, and she had on a gray floor-length dress with little flowers all over it. I do remember that. Aww. And I thought she was extremely cute. But, of course, I was a single guy, one of many single guys. And I didn't want to be that single guy at church that was like, hey, new girl, how you doing? Now, let me get your number here. <laughs> um, because who wants that? I, I wanted to be that, but I chose not to be. Uh, you know, and I thought she was really cute. I kept kind of looking at her, and she kind of smiled at me. And I'm like, oh, this is great, you know, and. And um, she didn't come back the next week. So, well, that sucked. Okay, well, lesson learned and love lost. Uh, And then she returned in January of 2001 because she had Uh. visited other churches. She wanted to come back to this one. 
And um, we uh, we kind of met from there, and I got her number off the roll and called her to invite her to some some various church events and gatherings and things like that with the full intention of, I now have your number, which is awesome. And wow. so <laughs> I asked her out. I kind of liked her, went for a while, and then for a while she kind of liked me, and eventually we liked each other. And then 2002, we're like, you know what? Problem solved. We're together. And we've been together since since late 2002. So, so that's kind of our, our little love story there. So uh, cute. And of course, her love affair with Disney started early on at a very, very early age. Mine started yes. in the mid-90s. Yours, I guess, has started early age. Now, was Brady a oh, Disney yeah. guy as well? Or was he? He was. Okay, nice. But we were Disney people in different ways because okay. my mom was the one who always paid, you know, when the Disney Channel was not free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she always paid for the Disney Channel. Gosh, like, we always saw the Disney movies. <laughs> like, I know, right? Um, and I yes, we did go to the parks. But, you mm-hmm. know it was all the Disney merch and all of that stuff. Brady grew up. It was all about the parks for him. So we kind of came from, yeah, from like different aspects of loving Disney, but both from a very young age, of course, he's older than me. So he was in the parks in the seventies, whereas I wouldn't have been till the eighties. So cool. I love it. I I love that. So also I love that we both share the Walt Disney world railroad. And I want to bring this up because because the, the bad news The railroad literally has been closed for 1,164 days. It's been that long since the railroad has run, since the trains have run for the public. The good news, the trains have been spotted running around the tracks, testing. Now, they have completely revamped all the engines and everything. Everything looks great. Everything looks beautiful. Good. Um, Mm -hmm. What I've seen, they've revamped them, but they are running them in front of guests. Now, they're not doing it every day. I'm so excited. Otherwise, you would see that video everywhere. But there was a a guest or two that caught some video of a train running through uh, in testing, which means we're close. Tron, apparently, they are ramping it up. They're ramping up the, uh, the, the construction for Tron to get Tron done. It wouldn't shock me if it was if we got a like a D twenty three coming mm-hmm. this year. If we got an opening date, Tron will open up on November first or you know March first or whatever. It would not shock me if we got a, an opening date for that because I think it's close. I think it's really close. Yeah. And with Tron, a Tron over um, the the light cycle cycle run, whatever it's called, power run uh, over in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. With that, the train station and the trains will start running again on a regular basis, yeah. and I can't wait to run the trains again. I can't do it the first week or two because it will be flooded with people. But after that, it will mellow out and just I, – I can't wait for the train to be a part of our Disney vacation every time. I mean, I just – I love my I know. Kid. I, like, we're so yeah. – right. you know Brady's a huge train guy. Yeah. So. Well, so is my kid. My Campbell loves yeah, trains. Yeah. He loves them. And so every time we go by, he's like – wants to walk up the staircase. He wants to go under that rope to go up the staircase. I'm like, you, you can't go to the train station. You can't it's go. It's like, somewhere. I want to also. Train. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It's not running. And then, of course, if we see it running, it's be like, train. Um, you know. Of course, I'll be like, train. <laughs> <laughs> so, me right too now. right now so <laughs> absolutely um another little little spot we're not gonna do any flush on new segment yeah. here but i do want to bring this up because i think this is fascinating for a lot of reasons an ice age adventures of buck wild sand sculpture is being put in disney's animal kingdom now a couple of facets what? to this ice age okay. that's a fox property it's a fo- oh adventures, yeah so I mean, the adventures technically... of buck wild is a new movie on disney disney plus okay. uh it, the ice age characters are in this one a new character okay. called buck wild which by the way the little, the little one the little guy scrat yes um, i know i do know who that he's is he's not in this movie because apparently disney does not have the rights to that character like whoever owns the ice age does still owns the rights to scrat i don't know how that works but disney doesn't huh. have ownership over all of it what i whatever interesting what I maybe i'm wrong but that's that's how i understand it but it's fascinating because this is really the first time we have seen a fox property in any mm. of the parks. And so yeah. it's not it's not just a character, it's a sand sculpture. They're pulling a full sculpture in there, obviously to promote Disney Plus in the movie. Sure. But I think it's cool because who knows? I mean, if they decide hey. to do another Rio movie, if they decide I mean, to do people another, really liked those and they're they great really movies. Do. 
They yeah. really do. So, yeah, it's going up as you're walking into Animal Kingdom on the right side. You'll see this big, mm. beautiful sand sculpture, which those sand cool. sculptures are fantastic. I think they're Oh, my gosh. So, they do such a great job. It's like oh, so incredible. Yeah. So incredible. And, of course, we do know that the um, that some of the parades are coming back in Flugme Festival of Fantasy. But the Mickey and Friends Motorcade at Hollywood Studios will be ending on February the 12th. So it will be going away. And I'm afraid that some of the cavalcades are going to start going away. And that's going to make me oh, sad. Oh, but I, that would make me really people sad. People People I once, I mean, so I would kind of hope, and maybe I'm wrong. I really feel like I want them to keep those versus like, what was the block party thing? You right. know, there was yeah. that, I don't know that they did a few times a day. Like I would rather see the cavalcades stay and then just like the three Same. o'clock parade. Fantastic. Same. But let's keep the yeah cavalcades. Yeah. No, so hopefully the cavalcades come in uh, because we love the cavalcades. The other thing that we love is Disney music. Yes, we, we do. We really do. And in honor mm-hmm. of Valentine's Day, I thought it would be fun for the two of us to do our top 10 Disney love songs. Not just song songs, but love songs. Specific. And right. we want to make it specifically more of a romantic romantic bit because this is Valentine's Day. Um, so, oh. you know, um, uh, the the Bell Snowman. It's a great love song between sisters. I love it. Not so much on the romance aspect. Right. So I kind of excluded all of those and everything. Because that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to list our top 10 one by one, starting with number 10. And just... The songs, mm. the movies they're from. This is a wide open spectrum. Any Disney movie, animated, live action, Pixar, whatever you want to come, whatever you want to do. Um, but it's like so. There's like so there much so here. Many. There are so that many I feel like here. there are ones I didn't even think of that right. would probably have made right. the list if well, I had just remembered. Like, oh wait, yeah. there is that song. There is one that I kept coming across on, like because I was looking up listing Google. Yeah. I'm like, I got to find some different list to kind of pull from. Right. Uh, there was one that I was like, what is? I don't remember the song. I listened to it and I was like. <gasps> I remember this song and I love oh, it. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Yes. Did I you put it on the list? I, oh, it's on my list. I, I listened okay. to it like four times just on, on YouTube. I do like, have a couple of so honorable mentions I do as too. well. I do too. Because, I, do too. I mean, just in case, because we're going to duplicate. Yes, so all that to say, so. like, these lists are relative. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And this we... is just our favorites, our personal preferences, as you will see with some of my list yeah. here. Um, I'm hoping that Susie from Imagineers will, will love my list, whereas other people may not love it so much. But yeah. uh, I'll kick it off with number 10. Uh, number 10, when poor Ray the Firefly. Um, <gasps> he is longing for his love the whole time. And he sings a song called Ma Belle Evangeline. So and it's so sweet. And it's the power of Disney singing yes. to a star, a firefly singing to a star. And you're just like, this is amazing. This is I cried. I love it. I, I it's so sweet. cried at that part. It really like, is. And of course, oh. Louis the Crocodile is like, but that's just a star. And of course, Naveen's like, shut up, shut up. No, no, no. <laughs> And so he just sings this great song about my bell, my bell Evangeline. Um, and of course, the, there is this tragic where he, he dies. He gets stepped on. Oh, and then the, the second star appears in the sky. And it's like, why am I emotional about this? This is a cartoon with some bugs. What the heck? I actually just, cried. Like, I'm crying right yeah, now. It's so <laughs> it's just so sweet. And like the song itself. Because Disney ballads are uh, the traditional ballads are very slow and deep and the lady voice and just whatever and passionate and and this is just like see you in the sky, my bell, Evangeline, and it's just so great. It's I did nothing justice whatsoever, but that's my number ten. So good, Jen. Your ten. Oh, okay. Mine is from a more we'll call it like a I don't remember which era of animation this was, mm-hmm. but Lady in the Tramp, Bella Notte. Bella Notte. This is the night, it's a beautiful night, and we call it a bella notte. 
Yes, the scene where they're sitting outside. Oh, the, the spaghetti the, scene. The spaghetti scene. Things like, oh, that's oh, wonderful. Gosh, Ste- I just think it's so good. I have tried to convince Steph to do the spaghetti scene with me, and she's like, that's disgusting. No. And so, I you mean... know, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here, you take this in, and I'll take it. And it's like, no. Um, in case you're wondering, of oh, course, cute. Lady and the Tramp from uh, see, the 15th Disney movie, 1955, the Silver Age, by the way. It's the Silver Age of Disney animation. Oh, the Silver Age. Thank you. So there Thank is you a, there is just, just FYI, there is a Silver Age, a wartime age. I'm sorry, Golden Age, wartime, silver, bronze, the Renaissance, the post-Renaissance, and we're now in the Revival Era, a.k.a. the okay. Second Golden Age, although it would I not feel like it's transitioning. that we're into a new age. Like, I would say probably with Raya and the Last Dragon into a new age. I feel like that was um, a new one, yeah. Almost like the Disney Plus streaming age or something, the post-COVID age. Yeah. I don't know what you call it, but I feel like we're in a new age now with, with, with uh, Raya and Encanto being the first two movies mm-hmm. in that particular age. I would agree. Uh, my number nine. Uh, of course, anybody who knows me well uh, knows, first of all, I have a movie podcast. If you've never listened to my the Deucecast movie show, it comes out every Wednesday. Um, shameless plug. <laughs> you will know that I have a love affair with Amy Adams. Amy Adams is my girl. She's my favorite actress mm-hmm. of all time. I've seen all, of her, I've seen all but two of her films, one of which I cannot find. Um, she's not done a lot. There's been some clunkers in there, but there's some incredible roles. Uh, but where I fell in love with Amy Adams was a movie called Enchanted. And Aww. she plays Princess Giselle. And there is this okay. wonderful scene in the park. How does she know you love her? Oh, no, don't. How does she know People look looking. she's yours? Don't see. It's okay. You know, let's just walk. Can we walk? Okay. How does she? Yeah. How does she know that you love her? Oh. He knows the song, too. How do you show her you love her? How does she know that you really, really, true? basically she's like how do you know you know how do you know that you love her blah 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 and she starts singing and is like of course you got the guy with the clips of how do you know that you love her her. and what makes this scene so great is you've got patrick dempsey uh robert who keeps looking around like why are you singing why why, why what's happening and so this full-on disney traditional style like mob rule comes in and like the whole whole park is singing and he's bewildered because yes why does this happen because of course it's happening because giselle's there she's a princess from another land and this stuff happens to her which is why all the cockroaches were cleaning her house um with a happy working song but the song is so much fun and she's she's her voice is so great and you know there is a I love the movie anyway because it's so irreverent. And there's the scene when when uh, the prince jumps down off the bridge and he starts to sing "True Love's Kiss," and of course he gets oh. run over by the bikes, which is fantastic. Oh my um, but no, the whole how do you how do you know scene is because the whole through the park, everybody's singing and dancing, and and Robert or Patrick Dempsey's like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Why are you singing? What's going on? Love it. So that's my number nine favorite Disney love song. It's uh, so upbeat and so much fun. So it is. You know what? That was on my list. Now I got to Now I got to pull a. Hang on, I got to. Well, I have, a, I, have a, I have an honorable mention from this movie that I did not put on the list okay. as well. So I'm going to put, I'm going to hold so, that obviously until it's over. But. Yeah, I got to pull. Okay, okay. So now I have to make this one number nine. Okay. Because now I have to, now I have to like revamp okay. here. Do it, so. do it, do it. <laughs> I am going to do my number nine as Love from Robin Hood. Another. Uh, that's the one. Love, it seems like only yesterday. You were just a child at play Now you're all grown up inside of me Oh, how fast those moments flee 
that's no! the one I heard. Yes. Yes. I love that song. I, I, didn't, I was like, what is this? I don't remember this song. I, yeah. Okay, so Robin Hood. I would probably say Robin Hood is my first official di- favorite Disney movie. Um, and it's it probably so is my mm-hmm. top 10 Disney movies of all time. I love Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I know it's from that Agreed. age where it's got some of the scenes that are repeats from Jungle Book and some other. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. I, I don't care. I love the movie. I love Maid Marian. She's definitely a fox. I tell you. Um, but I, I forgot about love and I listened to it and I was like. This song is so fantastic, and I listened it's to it literally so six times, like because it's only like two minutes, and so I just kept clicking yeah. repeat on on YouTube last night, just listening to it over and over. Uh, sung by Nancy Ward, I'm um, not the voice mm-hmm. of Maid Marian, but sung by Nancy Ward, who I yeah. looked up, and she's done a few other things here and there throughout throughout mm-hmm. uh, throughout movies with, with voices and stuff. Um, but love is just such a sweet song, and the it's the visual, so they're walking arm hand in hand through the through the because yeah. yeah, they're just now reunited. So they're walking, they go into the waterfall and through the little tunnel there, and just it's so sweet. I mean, these are foxes, these are animals, and they're like in love, and you're like, oh, this is so wonderful. And so, uh, love is such a great song. I, I, good, good pick, good pick. And now I'm, I'm gonna have to adjust mine now because uh, that's okay. <laughs> I have a feeling we're gonna be doing this probably, like, back probably. And, and I, I don't know that I'm gonna adjust times. that much because I love a lot of these. No, um, I do. And so, you know what? I'm going to make. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? do? Okay, so. Um, you know what? I'm going to make that my number nine as well. I'm not going to take that in my top ten. I want that officially for the record in my top okay. ten. So I'm going to put that go. in my as, as my number fair. nine as well. So I will go with number eight. And. Um, no, I'm sorry. That was so sorry. That was number. How nine. do you know it was my number nine? That would be number. Yeah. I'm going to make that my number so, eight. So you're going to make love my number. I'm eight. I'm going to make that my your number eight. eight. Yes. So I'm okay. going to go to your That's number fair. eight. And, and if you repeat, then I'll make some changes. But okay, uh, go go with your number eight. I don't know that you'll have this one. Okay. You might. So this is if I never knew you from Pocahontas, but it was the ending credits. It was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be in the movie as well. Okay. They did play it on the radio, and it was the ending credits. Mm-hmm. So that counts. Counts. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like if I never knew you, if I never felt this love, I would have no idea how precious life could be. It is just gorgeous. So I, I don't um I don't like Pocahontas. I've never liked that movie. Do you I know there was a radio wasn't there a radio version of that song as well? Yes, there was a radio version. You remember version. who sang it? I'm trying to remember. Then I feel like Vanessa Williams sang part of it. Because okay. she did the colors of the wind, right. and I think she would also did the if I never knew you, and I can't remember who the guy was though. Let's see if I never knew you. Let's just find out here um, on the if Google's. I never knew. Oh, I do, oh, I do know that song. Um, yes, John Cicada and Shanice. That's, oh, uh, she. Oh, ones. never mind. I was wrong. Yep. John Cicada and Shanice. So, well, um, it was um, Vanessa Williams did the colors of the wind though. Right. The, I, yes, she did the, do that. Uh, she did do that. Yes. The radio she, version, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. again, not a fan of the movie. The song itself is very just, you know. Uh, I met Pocahontas a couple times at the park, and I've actually asked her, you know, about the blue corn moon, and I don't remember oh, did what she you? said. But she was she had this look on her face like, really? <laughs> you're in your 30s. You're going to ask me that seriously? <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, have but, you met me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's go to my number seven. And this is a this is a film that I have not seen in a mm-hmm. very long time. And I really okay. want to see this movie again because mm-hmm. now having heard the song again, I'm like, oh, that's right. I remember liking this song. Of course, written by the Sherman Brothers, uh, the mm-hmm. music and everything. One uh, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Costume. The movie is called The Happiest okay. Millionaire. And you've got your oh, two I leads, seen that including, in a minute. including uh, you got your two two leads there, and they're doing a dance outside on the porch. And the song is called "Are We Dancing? Are We Dancing? Are mm. We Really Here? Is This Feeling Something Real? Or Was This Appear? Are We Dancing? Does the music soar? Was the song I, I hear ever mm. heard before? And they're just they're in love, and like they're in this group. And if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they're not supposed to be together. 
and they find they're at a party and they end up slipping out into the balcony and they they join up and there's just this this beautiful scene of just waltzing on on the mm. patio and they're dancing together and it's just such a beautiful song. I mean, it's such a wonderful song. And again, it's not real. It's like a slow ballad. It's are yeah. we dancing and just back. It's it's Aww. great. It's great. Um, and I believe that it's it's Leslie Ann Warren and I'm looking at the co- Leslie Ann Warren and. I don't remember who else was in this movie. Um, I don't. It's been a long time. It's on Disney Plus. I need yeah. to go watch it again. Uh, but yeah, The Happiest Millionaire. That's my number seven. Oh, Are we nice. Dancing? So oh, number seven on your list. Well, number seven for me, I think I'm going to have to go with You'll Be In My Heart. Come stop your crying. It will be all right. Just take my hand. From Tarzan. Right. I just, I don't know. I always love, and I love Phil Collins. Okay, I love Genesis. So, I mean, I know people who don't like Phil Collins, and I don't understand those people. So, so there's that. But, yeah, I just, I love the whole thing. I love to harmonize to it. Like, if it comes on in the car, I'm like, you'll be in my heart. You'll be there in my heart. And I'm like, oh. There's a couple of songs he did from Tarzan. That one I like. There's another one he did that I was I didn't care for. Um, I haven't seen Tarzan in a very long time either. I need to rewatch mm-hmm. it to determine if I like it or not. I think I do, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one's okay. Like I was, and I was looking at YouTube, looking at some clips and stuff. Yeah. And this is, I mean, the mom is singing this to Tarzan when he's born or when he's a baby or whatever. Yeah, so but like, people use it for everything. And, so. use it for, and it can be used for yeah. everything as well. But for me, I was like, you know, I don't know that I want to put a romantic song as a I song that a mom can also, and that works. That works. You know, yeah. you have the strange mom relationship. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Go for it. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever that's fine i have to pull in for number six for me i have to pull in one from the mermaid um and i think uh, kiss the girl oh um, i love that song that was my song is, mention list. it's it's fun it's different it's it's to me it's a classic and it has to i feel like this has to be mentioned kiss the girl has to be mentioned uh yeah. or your little mermaid has to be represented because um absolutely the whole history of the, it's the disney renaissance the opening of the renaissance yeah. it's back what disney was back in their full glory again um mm-hmm. kiss the girl was the, ellen macon and uh what's his name were we're putting these songs out and it was like unexpected from everybody. Um, yeah. You know, they won an Oscar. I think they won an Oscar actually for under the sea. I think um, they did. Yeah. The music for little mermaid is just top to bottom. Incredible. The whole like, thing is amazing. It. You know, to me, like the most Disney soundtracks, I'm like, Oh yeah, I love this, but there's one song I'm not really care for. I don't care for that one. Top to bottom. The, soundtrack the whole is soundtrack is probably top five Disney soundtrack. for me. So great. Um, and, uh, but the song, the sequence is great. And uh, I mean, you're just like, just kiss her. I mean, seriously, just, you know, uh, it's got a great little scene there in uh, the Little Mermaid ride at Disney World where you're going through and the animatronics and things like that are fantastic. <laughs> and they kind of keep leaning forward and whatever. And um, just, I like Kiss the Girl so much fun. It's a fun song to sing too. It really is. Mm. Um, with uh, with Sebastian singing and stuff with a, with a voice. It's it's great. So Kiss the Girl is my number six song. Okay. Number six on your list. Number six on my list. Um Wait, I rewrote everything, and now where was my number six? I don't know. Oh, there it is. I found it. I found it. It just was buried because I like have like mm-hmm. scratched stuff out and rewrote it like a zillion times. Right. Um, this is actually lower than I think I would have thought I would put it, if that makes sense. But like I would feel like because this is one of my favorite movies, but um, Beauty and the Beast it okay. has to be represented on my top ten, and I just love that. Also, the fact that Celine Dion and people mm-hmm. Bryson did the radio version, which was 100% my favorite version. Yes. 
and anybody who tries to redo it is wrong. Yeah. So because that's it was already also on my perfect. list coming up later. So I'll, I'll get to that later. My, my thoughts on Beauty and the Beast and the, and the song itself and all yeah. of that. So, um, so yeah, we'll get to that. So for number five, as we're hitting our top five, I, I love this song and I'm not even going to, to try to deny it. And I'm going to see if I can pull it up here on my phone. Just put it to the microphone just so you can hear it. Here we go. All right. So see if you can hear this song through the, through the okay. microphone. I know this song. That's Zac Efron. Oh, that's why I've heard this song. Oh, oh, here comes Vanessa Hudgens. Excuse me while I go be traumatized in a corner somewhere. I love this song. This song is nearly perfect, and I'll tell you why in a second. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens, I am such a Hudgens fan. Because I feel like she is so talented, and she's got no breaks beyond this. Here she comes. Here she comes. Okay. She's already oh, it's it's so great. I love yeah. this. I love I, it. I, I love it. You know, High School Musical Three is a movie that I have. I'm, I'm at odds with because I shouldn't like that movie because I'm not a 12 year old girl, um, nor have I ever been. Um, no, no offense to those 12 year old girls who are out there or those who want to be, but uh, <clears throat> it's a movie that like. It's a fun movie. It's you can't go into that with any expectations of like I'm going to see a Disney magical movie. You're not. You're going to see a bunch of a movie with a bunch of really good looking high school kids dancing around and singing songs, uh, knowing that 20 years later, 15 years later, they're not anything like they used to be. Um, Zac Efron is actually a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, I think, is uh, magnificent. In some of the stuff she's done. She was in Tick Tick Boom and Netflix, and she was great. Have you seen Tick Tick Boom, Jen? No. On Netflix, you would love it. Do you, do you even know what I'm talking about when I say that? I know, I know what Netflix is. Okay, well, okay. So, sidebar. <laughs> for the audience, there is a movie on Netflix called Tick, Tick, Boom. And it's written and directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, it's the story of, uh, of, I forget his name, Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent. It's the story of him leading up to Rent. His attempt okay. to get a play on Broadway. I would like that. Um, would it's like a one-man that. show. And the show, as he's performing it on Broadway, is interspersed with building the show itself. Um, Andrew <laughs> Garfield is in this. One of the best performances of the entire year. He is such a freaking good actor. After I saw him in this and I saw him in Spider-Man, I'm like, I love Andrew Garfield and everything he does. Which, by the way, he's in Social Network, which I watched again yesterday for the 50,000th time because I love that movie. He's so good. So you need to see Tick, Tick, Boom because I think you would love Tick, Tick, Boom. All right. One of my five, five favorite films of the year. Going back to High School Musical, by the way, um, it's a it's a fun movie. It's a fun, silly movie that I just I really enjoy. And the music is great. Now, I don't like all the songs in it, but there's a song from, uh, from Gabrielle, who is Vanessa Hudgens, called Walk Away, which is fun. But right here, right now, is one of the most perfect pop songs ever because it's saccharine sweet. It's not very deep. There's nothing sexual to it. It's just, I like you. You like me. We're here. Yay. And that's that's the song. You and said it's right just, here, right now. And I'm going, yeah. right here, right Yeah, you were thinking now. Jesus Jones. And you're like, was Jesus Jones in a Disney movie? Did I miss that one? So, Indeed. Um, maybe it's in one of the 2000s ones that I haven't seen yet. Um, but no, uh, right here, right now, I think is a magnificent song. It's my favorite, one of my favorite love songs. Um, my number five Disney love song. Oh, and I, wow. I, will, I will defend that song to the day I die. So all you people out oh, there man. scoffing and turning the radio off, that's that's on you. That song is great. So I'm scoffing. Also, I'm missing a number four, and that's kind of distressing. Oh no. I don't know where my number four went. But What's it's okay, we're on number though? five. So I'll look at number five first. My number five is a whole new world. Oh, fun times. Oh so good. 
I love, again, I love the Aladdin soundtrack as well. Yep. Um, and I did like the radio version mm-hmm. of A Whole New World very much. Of course, I like the in-movie version as well. And I'm and I'm going back. This is the 1992. Mm-hmm. 92. 92? Yeah. 92. Yeah. The 1992 yep. animated. Also mm-hmm. do very much enjoy the in-cartoon musical. Just it's fun and it makes me smile. We had this discussion before. Do you remember who sang the radio version? It Was it Re- Le- Leia Salonga? The radio version, though. Not oh. the. Was it Peebo Bryson and Regina Hall? Yes, I think so. Because Peebo think... Bryson did Beauty and the Beast and a whole new yeah, world. Yeah, right. Because Peebo was killing it for a while. <laughs> oh, dude, um, in the early 90s, he was like everywhere. And I think it was. Re- yes, I think that's who it was. Yeah, I feel like we've had this discussion because. We re- have. And we had Peebo, to look it up. Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell. Uh, Regina Hall is an actress. Bell. I was like, no, it's not her. Regina well, Bell. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew yeah. you meant. You said Regina. Because he followed me on like, Twitter, oh, by the way. Peebo Bryson did for a while. And I don't, Ooh, I don't cool. know why, but it was great. And it was Peebo Bryson at Peebo Bryson 2. And I think I was really confused as to why there was who who is Peebo Bryson one who took that from him? Shame on them. Um, so right? my my number four <laughs> because you said a whole new world. I'm going to say in the light. Uh, I see the light from uh, um from Rapunzel. Okay. Beautiful okay. song. And I was going back and forth on both of these. And honestly, I might have taken out like maybe Happiest Millionaire and mm-hmm. put one of these songs in my top ten, and sure. I didn't do that. But because I don't want Heather to hate me or hate you, I'm going to throw in. I see the light in there. Be- It's a beautiful scene. It is great. Rapunzel is one of my favorite, probably two or three Disney movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're on the boat and the lanterns are going up. And as you see the movie, you know what the lanterns mean. Uh, they're falling in love as well. And of course, it just mm-hmm. hits that sense of betrayal whenever she thinks he has left based on what they, mm-hmm. the, the robbers tell her and everything. Of course, that heartbreaking, like, oh my gosh, he left oh. me and he returns. And um, But it's such a great song. Mandy Moore is so is good so in good. that. Um, so for me, I see the lights can be my number four, but if I had a four B, I would say a whole new world. I would interchange the two of them. Cause I feel, I can't put them in my top three. Cause I feel very strongly about my top. Three. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay. Four for you. Four for me is, uh, so this is love from Cinderella. Nice. Classic. So this is love. Mm-hmm. I just, I always loved singing that as a kid too. I don't know. That song like will stick in my head oh, and the whole thing they're dancing and it's just the it's beautiful and i think i love the voice of cinderella too i just think she had that very literally like classically trained just beautiful voice and her portamento was lovely as well (laughs) Uh, i i I agree do you remember who sent who was the voice of uh i do it's terrible i do not remember the name not at all um eileen woods was the yes. Okay. Yep. There you go. Now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, yep. I recognize and she it, was but... a, I think she's a Disney legend. I think she's, oh, she has too. to, if she's um, not, she should be. I mean, so yeah, she, uh, she lived for a long time. She died at 81 in 2010, but, uh, Eileen Woods was mm-hmm. the voice of Cinderella. And, um, so yeah. Um, number three, I love Hercules. It is probably my, again, if I had a top three, I probably mm-hmm. would have my top three. Um, and one of my one of my favorite princesses is of course Megara, who's never in the parks unless you're doing Run Disney. Which, by the way, I would kill my entire time meeting Megara. I'd be like, "What's up, Meg? How you doing? Take pictures." And I'm getting <laughs> selfies, and people behind the line are getting mad. Um, I was like, "What?" But she sings a song called "I Won't Say I'm in Love," which I think is wonderful because the, I love her because she's so sarcastic and she's so just like, I don't want to love this guy. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to say I'm in love, but I am. If there was a price for rotten, rotten judgment, I would have already won that, you know, just all uh, mm-hmm. her bad luck with men. 
And now she meets a nice guy, and she's like, I don't want to like this guy, but I like this guy. Crap! And just, it's probably what <laughs> Stephanie said about me when she met me. Um, although I am nowhere near Hercule- Herculean uh, of any kind. But um, I, I, I want to say my love is a, it's great visual, too. The, the mm-hmm. whole the whole sequence in there is fantastic. She's dancing that's a good, the yeah, that's a great like that With the muses behind her and stuff. And so Susan Egan is wonderful in that. So I won't say I'm in love. That's my number three favorite Disney love song of all time. Jen, you're number three. All right. My number three is actually um, See the Light. And I love the harmonies. I love everything about that song. I love the movie. And um, I actually have sung See the Light at a wedding before. So nice. Interesting to try to make a duet, um, a solo, but it can be done if you you work hard enough. Now, as we we hit our top two, Jen, let me ask you, are there any... Uh, Disney song, love songs like this that you're just like, I, I can't handle it. I can't deal with it. I can't listen to it. It's just, it's for me, it's Snow White. The whole Wishing oh. Well song. Any, her voice is so shrill. When she sings to that well and she sings, I just, I'm like, ugh, like nails chalk. I can do an imitation I just, if you like. Oh, no, I, I can't handle it. It's so <laughs> grating for me. I like since Snow White and Seven Dwarves is a movie that I appreciate for the history. Like, I love the fact uh-huh. of what it represents for Disney culture, Disney history. I love that. I don't like the movie. Um, it's totally unfair to Snow White because I'm comparing to everything totally else I've seen since unfair. then. Completely unfair. Totally unfair. For me personally, I don't care for the movie itself, um, but I, I can't handle her singing voice. I just can't. I'm like, ah, oh, the whole yodeling and the well thing. It's just, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can I say High School Musical? Am I no, allowed to say can't. High School Musical? Oh, okay. Well, you've never seen the movie, so it's unfair for you to even say that. <laughs> I've seen I mean, half of the movie. That'd be like, I hate All-Star Sports. Have you never been there? You, know, you might love All-Star Sports. You never know. <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe maybe number two number two on my list i had to go classic and i went sleeping Beauty. i'm uh yeah sleeping beauty with once upon a dream I oh know that you. was i love that i loved one. you once upon a dream again she's in the fort now there are, there are issues and problems with this in modern day you look at that and you're like okay I mean, there's yeah. a guy in the woods watching her staring at her he walks in she's like Hello, man, I've never seen before. I love you. Head on shoulder. Ah. So there are some issues there. So you may want to talk to your daughters about, this is not exactly how this is supposed to work, but the song is beautiful. It's just a beautiful song. That's one of my, it's and another I, one of my favorites to just pop, just like start singing it. And I feel like it's such a classic song. And it just, is. it's, you know, you it hear is. it in the park sometimes. And to me, this represents just, so um, just classic Disney. Like I know there's Cinderella and Snow White, whatever, but and even, even beyond this is love. I think this represents such a classic Disney theme. Um, Mary Costa and Bill Shirley, I believe were the ones that sang it. They're Princess Aurora and Prince mm-hmm. Philip in this. Prince Philip is my wife's favorite prince. And so that may have something to do, yeah. to do with it as well. But, um, but yeah, just, I, I know that she loves this song and I love the song too. So for me, I'm going to rank mm-hmm. it as high as number two on my list yeah. of favorite and best Disney love songs. Yes. Number two for you. Oh, number two for me is probably surprising. And I forgot it was even technically a Disney and en- mm-hmm. like entity right. from the three Musketeers. Okay. Let's make it awful. Awful. All for love. Oh, I hate that song so much. Oh, I love this song so much. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, I hate that song so much. I love it. Oh, that's uh, Sting and Brian Adams. And um, how can you hate a song? Oh, who's that has the other? Sting is, is it Rod and Stewart? Brian Adams and uh, I think it's Rod Stewart. Rod, yeah. Uh, how uh, how can you hate that? I, okay, I, first of all, the movie itself even, is okay. The movie itself is okay. Are but, we even human? 
We were, this is college for me. This is January of, of 1994. Um, myself, my friend Greg, which I have stories about Greg, um, and then like two or three girls, we were all together. We went to, we were in Atlanta, Georgia. We went to see a movie, going to see a movie. And the girls were like, oh my gosh, let's go through, let's go see Three Musketeers. It's going to be so great. And Greg and I were like, you want to go see Philadelphia? Yeah, let's go see Philadelphia. Wait okay. a minute. So we went to see Philadelphia. What? And they went to see Three Musketeers. And, of course, they come out. They're singing the song. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. And, I'm, and Greg and I are walking out going, that movie was amazing. That movie was incredible. That is just – that's that's an incre- – Tom Tom Hanks is going to freaking win an Oscar for this. First Oscar. Just So that was that was incredible. Philadelphia, all by the way, one of my 100 favorite films of all time. I love Philadelphia. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, and, of course, the Bruce Springsteen song, Streets of Philadelphia, whatever. Uh, but Three Musketeers, it's just it's this movie's okay. I, I don't like this. I've never liked the song. It just, I have always, always loved the song. It's one of those always songs that song. just hits me in the wrong way, and I'm like, oh, when it's love you give. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, just it's. Not, I can't believe this is number two for you. This Ignore is my him. This is Ignore my right him. here, right now for you. By the way, this, so. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I don't even feel like you're qualified to say it. No, I just don't even feel like you're qualified to say it. High school music. No. Right here, right now. All for love. Wait Three Musketeers. Now, hands down. All for love. Now, there is a Color Me Bad song called All for Love, which is much better than this. Uh, that one I like. Uh, I've got like, a single for that one. I can't. But, uh, I can't. But not so much. All Agree right, so to disagree. Before we hit number one, I'm going to give you a real quick my list of my honorable mentions, and I'll, I'll let you do yours okay. as well in a second. Okay. Um, okay. First of all, I had Lava, which is the short from <gasps> Disney. I had that one but too. But it's, it's not in a Disney movie, so I didn't want to put it on there because right. it opens the door for a whole new level of music. Yes. But Lava, okay. Two, I mean, two volcanoes falling in love. Like it's adorable. What the heck? How am I? How am I getting teary eyed watching this? Watching this? It's so great. It's so sweet. Um, ever ever after, which is a, uh, which is um, which mm-hmm. is Carrie Underwood at the ending mm-hmm. credits of um, of uh, uh, Enchanted. Of, uh, Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, that's a good one. Such a fun pop song. I, I had an Enchanted yeah. song on here, so I didn't want to do that one as well. Lost in the Woods. I love the whole '80s thing from Frozen mm-hmm. Two. I love that whole just like I'm watching this cracking up because of the way they yep. they stylize it. It's so much fun. Yep. Um, I did put Love as an Open Door. Uh, from Frozen. Okay. Yeah. Diminished yeah. a little bit by the fact that her guy she's singing to is a total jerk wagon and just Completely. like you know he's kind of the villain, which I, yeah. which is yeah. makes for the great movie. And I also had something there that wasn't there before from Beauty and the Beast, which I think mm-hmm. is a beautiful I had that one too. song. Um, yeah, that almost made it into the top. Angela Lansbury's voice on that, oh, it's just so great. so good. So, what's there, Mama? Nothing. Go to bed. So you're you're the only kid I actually love instead of my twenty other ones over here. So you go to bed. <laughs> I don't care about them. Um, so I'm gonna see. add. I'm yeah. gonna add another one though, because um, we had a couple of duplicates there. But uh, bless the broken road, Rascal Flats, which was from Hannah Montana. Oh, so interesting. I did not know that. I just I came across it on a list. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I love this song. Okay. Forgot that it was part of Hannah Montana. So like, yeah, that's I, not I, one that I would have come up with on my own. I, I couldn't feasibly put Hannah Montana on any kind of list I was doing. I agree. I uh, but I do like the song. I'm not yeah. going to blame the song. Right. Like I'm not penalizing the song right. because it was in Hannah Montana. Basically. If you, if you ever want to hear Steph and my love story, you listen to God bless the broken road. That Aww. is our, that's a lot of our love story right there. And it's not that we, I mean, it sounds broken. Like, Oh my gosh, yeah. she was damaged in rehab and I was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. It's just, we yes. couldn't get our, our stars to synchronize until to the very line. end. And then it, then, it, then it aligned and it worked, but uh, and I'm, got, uh, it's one other one I got to get yes, though. And because it was, it's listed, but okay. there's no words. Okay. And it's called Married Life from Up. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's I, I, I thought about <sighs> that as well. I almost put it in the list. I'm like, there's no it's words. So, so 
heartbreaking. <laughs> Such a good and song. And it, 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 it truly speaks to the power, not only of the animation, but to Pixar. That they yes. can tell a story in eight minutes that is a better love story than four movies of Twilight. I, I mean, mean, seriously. Are we even counting Twilight in the same uh, No, we're we not. Can't. But I'm just saying, like, that's like, four movies to try to tell a love story between a vampire and Kristen Stewart, who I don't like, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, eight minutes of married, like... The emotions uh, it, uh, you get into, oh, during married life, you're feels. excited because of the kids, and all then you're feels. happy they're getting together. And then, like, that one scene where you see her head in her hands when the doctor's talking to her and they got baby oh stuff gosh. and they're taking the baby. It's like, what are you doing to me, Pixar? What the heck? Literally, and then just, just like, it's, and then of course she passes away. Oh my just, gosh, like, I can't. Probably one of the most beautiful stretches of animation in any movie you're going to find. It's gorgeous. So, number one on my list, and this okay. has been. Like, this has been my favorite love Disney love song and probably one of my favorite songs. I love this song, and that is the Celine Dion, Peebo Bryson version of Beauty and the Beast. <sighs> I love the in-movie version. I think it's okay. wonderful. I think it's beautiful. It it's great. a beautiful movie. But Celine and Peebo singing this song together. I believe it was the number one song in 1992, 91, whatever. I've oh, got the cassette single. It's on her album, um, Celine, the Celine Dion mm-hmm. self-titled album when she was first starting. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Their voices mingle so well together. And I'm, not, and I'm not a musician. I can't, I can't listen to that like you can and like hear pitch and hear tone mm-hmm. or whatever and pick up the things. I can't. I listen to it as a novice going, that just sounds so good, you know, and you can make the particulars of like, oh, their voices when they do this and she hits that octave and he does this with a voice and undercarriage or whatever. I can't do that. <laughs> you are great at that. Me, not so much, but I, I love it. I do. I love that song. So it's oh, so good. I, I can, I'm going to have to agree with that. Like it's, it's so good. Although that is not my number one of all time. Right. That was your number six. You had to link. That's my number, number six. six. Yep. My yep. number one. Um, And this is probably also because it's, it's, the song that's Brady and my song mm-hmm. and it's can you feel the love tonight from nice. lion king and i although i do like the in in movie version the elton john version uh, it's the elton okay. version specifically that i love so i like yeah. that that's good I, I did not put that on my list i, I thought about that um I, I love elton john those mm-hmm. songs are not my favorite favorite um like mm-hmm. there are songs that i like. i love that soundtrack they're not songs so that i like they're songs that i like but i'm not like oh my gosh i love this song not like i would say yeah. with beauty of the beast or whatever um uh, but they're not i mean i don't turn them when i come on the radio of course but um right but right, 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 right. It's fantastic lion king is great elton john is great uh, so, so good, good call on that. So, uh, your 10 to one Bellinata love. If I never knew you, you'll be in my heart. Beauty and the beast, a whole new world. This is love. So see the light all for love. And of course, um, uh, can you feel the love tonight? My 10 is like all over this page here. So I think I've got this right. <laughs> when I say number 10 for me was my bell Evangeline. Number nine was that's how you know. Number eight was are we dancing? Number seven was kiss the girl. Um, only number nine was actually love. Cause I matched up with you. So right. Number eight was that's how you know. Number seven was are we dancing? Six was kiss the girl. Five. I was right here right now. Uh, let me play it again on my phone because it's so great. Um, number <laughs> no. <laughs> number four, 
I believe, was uh, The Whole New World and uh, I See the Light. So it's kind of interchanged back and forth. Three was a, I Don't Say I'm in Love. Number two was Once Upon a Dream. Number one for me was Beauty and the Beast. I think we've solved the world's problem with, with I mean, essentially. 17 or 18 love songs all put together. So, so yeah. fantastic. And everybody agrees with me that All for Love is amazing. So it's fine. It's, they can... <sighs> They can yeah. at you. It's I cool. can't. I, I just, it's not good. <laughs> it's not a good song. Everybody yeah. at him. Tell him he's wrong. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. All right, folks. Uh, so if you want to at Jen and get in touch with Jen or find Jen and follow her to tell her how terrible Three Musketeers is and how bad <laughs> that song is, um, where can they find you, Jen? At Upon the Star Jen. And then my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. Perfect. So for me, when you want to tell me how great uh, High School Musical is, or not even the movie, just the song itself, you know, with, with Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron singing together, it's, it's magic. It's The two of them do more than Brian Adams and Rod Stewart and uh, what's-his-name do in their little little gist Incorrect. of the song. Whatever. Um, Incorrect. I was so disappointed with Brian Adams. He was such a rocker in the 80s. Ugh, and then beyond, beyond the Robin Hood song, Adams. like, he just got kind of just so just melodramatic. Um, Don't dis Having said that, that resurgence in the early 90s, before this crap, was Can't Stop That Thing We Started and all the, that whole thing when I was in high school. That was great. Uh, beyond just it, poor Brian Adams. Anyway, uh, got sucked mm. into that. But I'm sure he got paid for it, but whatever. So find me online uh, on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Find me on Instagram at The Magic on a Dollar. Of course, find the Facebook page. Find the show on Facebook, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and all the place. The MSE Podcast. Uh, find it.com. That's our website at gmail is our email address find mm-hmm. us on facebook instagram twitter all those type places we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear how you disagree with jen how much you agree with me because it's really important uh we want to make sure we, we hear this um i might try to sparse a couple of clips from both songs put them together just uh so you know we will we will know which one's better because we know which one's so that you can so you can know that it's just it's not a good song you're Here's the thing: well, you've never even heard oh. right here, right now, other than the clips I played for you. I you no, know? I have actually heard it because, as I mentioned, part I don't of mean the, the Jesus reason Jones I have song. an aversion <laughs> now <laughs> is because when I was a teacher, and sometimes oh, my my teaching partner would play clips of High School Musical three. So unfortunately, I have seen. It. I, I I just want you to walk one day into being forced to walk into All Star Sports. And no. in the background, we hear "Keep Your Head in the Game" from *Husky Musical 3* as you're walking I, through, and I you're can't. just going, "This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare." <laughs> I, so. I, guys, I might have to go on medication now because I'm traumatized. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there! Uh, come find us in all the usual type places and stuff. And hey, don't forget to love your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.